This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hey, it's Sam the Cooking Guy, and this August I'll be hosting the first annual Wasted Sustainable Cooking and Mixology Competition to benefit Kitchens for Good. San Diego's top chefs and mixologists will compete to see who can create the tastiest treats and drinks using food waste. Go to wastedsd.com for more info. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to our Diva Lounge podcast live on Facebook. I'm Julie Hostler with Maribel Hernandez. Oh, I love the way she says <laughs> she means it. Our guest today truly does put the stead in stead muffin. This guy in the hot seat today is Adrian Mendoza. Hola, everybody. There you go. He's currently the pastry chef extraordinaire. At both Urban Wood and Urban Eatery. Correct. In Little Italy, San Diego. Originally from Apple Valley, California. Mm-hmm. He's been in San Diego for 10 years. And Adrian is going to share his story with us today called The Sweet Life of Sweet Mendoza for You. How you doing, Adrian? Oh, man. We're going to need <clears throat> we're gonna need a few days. <laughs> well, we're going to start it. out sort of easy for you with just a quick true or false. True or false? Were you born to bake? Uh, not necessarily. No. no, no. But I did have an interest at age two. Ah, you know? but what was your first job? McDonald's. No, fast food. That was my don't first tell job. Brian Malarkey that. Oh no, he knew that. He hired he <laughs> he was the first chef that I worked for in a fine dining restaurant. Oh wow, he's a really big name, top chef. Yeah. Very successful, high energy. What's mm-hmm. it like working for him? Uh, it's fun. It's crazy. It's wild. It's uh, everything you ever wanted in, you know, working for a restaurant. He seems like he'd be a tough cookie. <laughs> Only people who don't know how to make cookies can make tough cookies. <laughs> and that might be him. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So um, you have a guilty pleasure you were just telling me about. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had this discussion yesterday. And what did you tell me? Because you uh, like to pig out. Oh, I do. I <laughs> love, I mean, I love food, but I like, okay, I like junk food too. But I like to go out and eat at Bontai. I do that maybe twice or three times a week. It's just my little guilty pleasure. And then when I get, order a takeout, I will watch Forensic Files on Netflix. <laughs> Invite us or over. Judge Judy. We love it. I watch Judge Judy on YouTube, like on my phone, or I'll put it on my TV, and then I like learn about court TV, and it's just fascinating to me to to learn about that kind of stuff. If I haven't done this profession, I would totally pursue becoming like a forensic scientist or really like being like I don't know a court reporter, like a just being in with all the drama and like typing up everything. Really, <laughs> Be, like the fly he likes on the drama. wall. <laughs> you have uh, drama in your workplace. 
Oh, there's always drama in any yeah. workplace, you know, but... Um, it just seems like it'd be such a fun place to work. I tried when to, we go I, there, I always... actually avoid it as much as possible and turn it into a positive. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. You have to. Yeah, we turn, well, I turn those frowns upside down. <laughs> Mirabel had some questions. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Adrian, as Julie was saying, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and, the for, and for bringing all this... Your Sweet. lovely swag. Yeah. Yes, we love it. Thank you so much. We're loving it here. So what I want to know is, what do you like the most about your job? Mm. Besides um, the drama. Being mm. a pastry chef, what do you like the most about it? Well, today, like, I'm very fortunate to work in a lovely state and city where we're allowed to have beautiful produce year-round, thanks to you guys. Oh, thank um, you. I love the fact that we can get local farmers market produce. Mm-hmm. We get it twice a week, which is amazing. Usually people who live on the East Coast don't get that kind of luxury. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, a lot of a lot of desserts I like to you put on the menu are fruit forward. Um, but I love the fact that I can I work with my staff. They are truly amazing people nice. and they are all very hard workers. Um, especially with, you know, coworkers like Chef Shane McIntyre, the head chef at the restaurant. Um, we have the sous chefs there, Jeremy and Patrick. They're yeah. really amazing people to work with. But not only that, I, I have a workplace, you know, that has been created for me. Yeah. I know I sound like a spoiled brat, but, <laughs> you know, I, I am so fortunate and grateful that I have Great the team. equipment, the team, the produce, the uh, the ingredients that I get to work with, it's all all really fun, and then I'm allowed to be creative too. Yeah, you don't see that very much in you know different different places. Yeah. Now, where do you get all your inspiration from? Where does all this creativity come from to come up with the croissants that you make at Urban Wood uh, Urban Eatery? There are like mm. no other kitchen secrets. The Ooh. best. Where does where does all that come from? A lot of trial and error. Mm. <laughs> A lot of testing recipes. Um, actually, my first like real like croissant making was actually in culinary school. But then after that, mm-hmm. I had discovered a bakery working with Joanne Sharif over at Cardamom Cafe and Bakery. Oh, because and you started out as savory. I started out as a savory cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Chef Ryan, I worked at Ocean Air Seafood Room for about three years, and um, you know, pastry wasn't really driven there mm-hmm. that much. Uh, it was very simple dessert, so it wasn't like, you know, the kind of desserts that anybody who's aspiring to be a pastry chef wants, you know, um, to do like those really cool avant-garde desserts, <laughs> you know, and that was like my dream back then was like to do something really cool and make some really cool like garnishes and uh-huh. and 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 work in like a, you know, like this brigade system, but um, really like the croissants um, – I got a little bit of training with Joanne for almost a year, and you know, luckily she believed in me oh, wow. because at first she was like, "I don't know about you. I, I'm not sure you're <laughs> able. I think you just want to say that you work here." And I'm like, "No, I really want to learn how to work in a bakery. I feel like it will better myself." Uh-huh. And she gave me a chance. But what was it about baking that attracted you? Mm. Oh, the whisk, oh, the <laughs> equipment. <laughs> The equipment, the it's not just that. It's all it just was calling to me. Okay. It was like this sense of energy that I think this is what I should be doing. This is this is for me. It works with me. How does know. it work with you? Mm. It's just like the amount of like 
because for me, like, I wasn't so much into sports mm. growing up. I was more, like, about technicality and, like, doing my homework sure. and, and getting good grades. And um, I was more about into that kind of stuff, more attention to detail. Uh. So, actually, um, funny fact about me, I wasn't going to go to school, to culinary school. I was actually going to go to, like, an architecture school, like, in oh, Cal Poly. Really? I had applied there before, and then uh-huh. – um, one of my one of my mechanical drafting teachers, he questioned me. He's like, "Do you really want to go to the school, or do you want to cook?" Because he's like, "You do both." And oh like, my! Look at that. Man, I don't know. And how old were you? Cook. How old were you? I don't think you? I want to be sitting at a desk all day. And uh-uh. you know, that, as fun as that sounds, for a little bit, it, you know. No, but the kitchen. Kitchen was my awesome. calling. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Wow! And look at you now. And you've been in the game for how long, Adrian? Man, uh, I started working in a kitchen at age 17, so I'm 31. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> Do, Do the, the math, math, everybody. <laughs> Do the math, everybody. Wow. Now, so tell- we're talking about 13, 14 years, like, working in a kitchen, being in the industry. And you got that um, urban wood gig. You must be so proud of yourself. I mean, I, we go in there. It's, it's packed. It's surreal. The it's so that surreal. blackberry pie, everything. I can't believe that. You know, I'm in this position now. Oh well, congratulations on you, you for you uh, on being on that position. Now, tell me, what are the biggest misconceptions about being a pastry chef? Mm, so, a lot of people look at me. The first thing they see is like, "Oh, you're skinny." <laughs> how do you know? How do you stay so fit? And you know, like it's just like, well, I don't know. I guess it's metabolism. At first, it was metabolism, but now, like as you get older, it like, uh-huh. catches up with you. But um. You know, I do. I do tend to work out. I go. I do yoga. Nice. Yes. Yes. He does yoga. And um, even before yoga, I used to work out at the gym a lot. So I was. I was very. It was like my place to go and and get rid of stress. And but you're around all that sugar, aren't you? Eating it all the time. Let me try this. Let me. Let me see. I mean, you get you get tired enough. Oh, you get. You look at it, it and you're like, oh, not uh, I'd rather have a piece of steak. <laughs> oh, got it. Look at that. So yeah. not necessarily. There'll a- be little nibbles here and there, but there's. I'm not sitting like right. eating croissant after croissant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Unless I'm really hungry be. and then I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're too busy. You're too busy to even think about eating, you know? Yeah. like It's really hard to be on top of nutrition as a chef. You can't really take the time to like sit down and have a full meal three times a day. Now, for those people that may not know what it's like to be a chef, tell me, what's a typical day for you? A chef, pastry chef walks in the door. What's a typical day for you? What time? Um, it varies. So sometimes it's 4 in the morning. Sometimes it's 10 in the morning. It just mm. depends on what's going on with the day. Um, you know, usually cover my staff stays off. So I'll go in and work those shifts mm-hmm. that they usually work. So. Early bird. If early you want to be a pastry chef, yep. you got to yeah. wake up early. And the first thing I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in. And the first thing I do is turn on the air conditioning in the kitchen <laughs> because it is hot. It is hot <laughs> the because oven. the machinery, the oven is running. Like it, it gets way too hot to just even start working. So I'll turn that on. I'll check the numbers, see what how many guests are coming in for that night. Um, check the inventory and then start start my production. Wow. And what yeah. and what does your production consist of? Just depends on like 
what is needed for the day. Wow, because so. you're working with the eatery and the restaurant at the same time. So how long are your days? So the first thing that we do when I come in, yeah. it's it's all uh, paying attention to the bake-off for the market. So the market ha- has a lot of attention for the first four hours of mm-hmm. baking and putting out product. And then the um, after that, it's restaurant production. So we're making the Parker House rolls. We're making uh, breads oh, for that yes. night. Yeah. And, I mean, we're talking about every single day we have a routine that is like to the key. To the T. Do they ever ask you to make like a cake? Oh, yeah. Like I a get, wedding I get, cake? Or... Uh, not wedding cakes. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not the strongest at making wedding cakes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but one, I mean, hopefully I can get there. Uh, I'll make wedding cakes. I'll make them very basic, though, like naked wedding cakes. Or hmm. I'm not into I'm not into doing fondant covered cakes. And I think a lot of pastry chefs, the majority of them, can say that too because they're just like, yeah, it's very challenging to get the perfect coating of the fondant on the cake mm. without getting air pockets and lumps and without it ripping on you. It's, so a lot of technique. Oh yeah, a lot of attention to detail, like about being aware, of, like the temperature, the the you know because fondant can't be exposed to air too long because then it'll start tearing. It's Ugh. it's just like any, it's just like bread, you know, like bread mm-hmm. has to the dough has to be remain covered or other you know otherwise it forms a skin and then when the skin forms, then you start shaping and then you get like these really like chewy hard pieces of of dough in there that are dry. I know. So. so everything, like you say, everything has to be to the T. Everything has to be weighed You have to be out. aware of your surroundings, definitely. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to think about, you know, different properties and rules that apply to all the ingredients and how you're going to, you know, basically pastry is you're putting things together that don't belong together. Mm. Yeah, if that makes sense. So your pastry chefs are... Forcing things to come together or emulsify, if you will. Love it. Yeah. Is that what you like about? It's fun. It's scientific. It's fun. There's a lot of science and chemistry behind it. Hmm. That's what, like, fascinates me the most. So it's not just, oh, let's bake a cookie. It's a lot of mathematics, a lot of math, a lot of technique. I, I you know, I... Develop when I develop recipes, and I have yeah. this notebook, and I write down all these notes for recipes that I'm testing. And I'm like, okay, this is what I did at this time, at you know this much speed on the mixer or whatever, at this temperature in the oven. And then if I like it, then I circle it, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the office and type that up and make it a standardized recipe so that whoever has the recipe can replicate it without mm-hmm. any fault. Wow, what's your signature dish? What would you say? Do you have one? Does everybody ask you that? Yeah. 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 It always makes me like scratch my head too. Gosh, I don't know. He's so good at everything. (laughs) But you have a tattoo of a blackberry pie on there. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. It's it's a pie. It is. You can't see. Oh, it's not blackberry? It looks like blueberry, actually. (laughs) I thought maybe that was your favorite. I asked for a blackberry pie, but I think the artist got carried away and put blueberries in there. But uh, no, it's nice artwork, though. So no signature. Well, like, I don't really would call signature okay. a, a signature dish. But basically all the items on the menu right now are, are just a reflective, like, what I am and what I do, you mm. know. And I truly think the trend of just any food right now mm-hmm. is is execution and doing it well and doing it right. 
doesn't have to be this crazy extreme like modernized plate up as long as you know like whatever you have it could be very simple ingredients it just depends on how you present it and execute that. it and i that's why most of the dishes i put on the menu at herbwood <laughs> are you know something that guests can relate to and be oh. like i like this this is really good but yeah. is there one love that, it. is there one that's I love Everybody's it. ordering over the other ones, like the guest favorite. What would you say? At restaurant, it yeah. It varies. It depends. So, like, if it's cold, everyone goes for the mm. souffle, so our <laughs> seasonal souffle. Uh, right now, it's blueberry. We brought blueberry back. That was what we had opened with Originally. last year. Yep, in the beginning. Hmm. Um, but the, I actually think most of everybody's favorites and go-to is the multi-layered 20 it's a 25-layer crepe tour oh oh i've had that yeah I, it was awesome yeah i remember oh, when I you guys came that. for dinner we can, yeah. we have to go back soon yeah. <laughs> i love it yeah and right now it's it's got the harry strawberries on there oh great which are some of the best strawberries that you can find on the west coast and um so if someone comes in and orders it will you bring it out to the table if they want you to see you and yeah, anybody yeah. who asks for me if I'm there, I will come out and say hello. Oh, he'll come out Take and answer any questions you guys have. Yeah. Now, continue continuing on with the misconceptions, hmm. you have a partner. I do. And you've yeah. been with him for how long? I wouldn't say partner. I would just say he's my boyfriend. Ooh, his <laughs> boyfriend. Uh, and he is... We just celebrated uh, 12 years in May. And for those of you that don't know who he is, please say Tony. Tony Torres. Tony Torres, who also happens to be a chef. chef. Oh, yeah. Which I find very interesting. And now, how both of you are in the industry. Mm -hmm. What is it like? Both of you in the industry. Mm -hmm. Now you can't just say, oh, well, I'm a chef. Now you live with the chef. What is that like? Um, it is, it's actually great because it it actually works for us because we're, we both are working in kitchens. Mm -hmm. We both manage staff and we both have like those similarities in common. Tony and I are completely opposite though. Like we will, he likes this. Mm. I don't like that. I like this. He doesn't like that. So, you know, like opposites attract, you know, but Mm -hmm. you know, It's really challenging. I think it would be challenging for someone who is working at a desk job and trying to date a chef. Yeah. Explain to our listeners why. So the reason why is because a lot of the – I mean, most of the stories I hear are, well, this person, let's just say it's Jane who works the desk job and Joe who works as a chef. Well, Joe's never home. Because he's working 14 hours and I work a nine-to-five job, you know. Or we were out on a date and then Joe got called in to work. So you never really get to see your significant other. I mean, granted, Tony and I won't really see each other that much either. But when we do, it, you know, we make time for each other on our days off. Mm. And um, at night when we see each other and we get to share our kitchen stories and yeah. Like, what, how's your day? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say sometimes that. Sometimes it's what like, what do you guys talk great. about? Sometimes it's great, and we're just like, you know, talking about all this stuff, or it's just like, let's not talk about it today. <laughs> and you guys have been together for how long? 12 years. But oh you were in the same kitchen at one time. We were actually at, uh, for a while at Herringbone. We worked at Spago together in Beverly oh, Hills. Really? Uh, we worked at Cut Steakhouse in Beverly Hills together. Oh, my God. 
Um, couple other restaurants. Ocean Air. We worked at Ocean Air together. You yeah. guys kind of maybe you'll open up your own place. There's a we've history. Talked, we've talked about it. There's a history on how we met. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a history. No, no I just yeah. there's. I mean, you you go, you're going back. You're going way way back. So, yeah, you, so it works we, that both of you are in the same industry. Yeah. We we both attended Art Institute in Mission Valley, and uh-huh. um, so I'm like in one kitchen, and he's in another production kitchen, and um, this was like our like first like quarter. So it's 11-week quarter, and I think it was maybe, like, the first week. He, like, I can't remember which day it was, <laughs> but uh, I remember he came up in the kitchen, and he, like, came in, and he's like, hey, um, I think we always argue, like, what he's like, I remember what I said, and I'm like, well, I don't really remember what you said, because <laughs> all I could remember was, why is this guy bugging me? <laughs> why can't he ask anybody else? Right, right. But um, he was, I was like, I think Tony says it's the colander. Where's the colander at? I I am arguing like he said, where's the sugar? Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's some really basic question. I'm like, well, it's right there. And he just did that just to have a conversation with me. Aww. <laughs> a true romantic. Oh, my God. Now, very interesting that you say that because now taking, you know, your, your preference, your sexual preference, the kitchens are very male dominated. They you are. know, they, they are. They are. Very few females. There's a lot of camaraderie in the kitchen, too. A lot of females. A lot of egos. So tell me, what is it like for you Mm -hmm. being in the kitchen, being gay? What is it like for you? It's normal. There's nothing that really... I've never had any problems with someone picking on me, making fun of me, mocking me. Um no, nothing like no, that. No gay jokes or. Oh yeah, well, there's that, oh, but I won't but go into they detail. They come from with you. That. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they come. It comes from other people, yeah. and you know, it just depends on how far we could take it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there is? Would you say that there's like a community, like a a, a gay community of chefs, or is it mostly pastry? Mm-hmm. Is it savory? Is it a combination? There's a lot of. I mean, there's a handful of pastry chefs that I know that are male and they're gay. Okay. Um. And, uh, and, you know, I'm acquainted with and we chat and we talk about – we don't really necessarily talk about our sexuality, uh-huh. but we talk about working in the kitchen. Yeah. And they share the same experiences as you? No, yeah. no. We all have different stories and they're all really – you know, they have their ups and downs and they're really interesting actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now – so then it's a – is it a subject of conversation that you keep out of the kitchen? You know, you're, it's just something you don't talk about when you're there at work. You're there, you're working, you're focused. Yeah, I'm there, I'm working, you know. If someone wants to talk about it, great. Let's talk about it after work. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I love there it. You yeah, you got to keep that. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, I, I, I know how far we can take things. And um, I do not want someone to think differently of me. Mm-hmm. I want someone to be able to look up to me and be like, I want to be like Adrian. Like, he's great, you know? Because this day and age, there's a lot of chefs who don't really care. And yeah, that's sure. unfortunate, you know? And you, you want to be someone's leader and be like, I, I want to be like that person, like role model. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a role model at this point in your career? I like to think not, but some people have told me like, okay. wow, chef, you're really great. Ah, did yeah. you have a role model when you first got uh, here? I know that you had some people that you were connected to. They're like, I mean, 
there are different chefs that I look up to, and that mm-hmm. there are chefs that I look up to that I've never met. Oh wow! Yeah, like who? Uh, definitely Nancy Silverton. Hmm. I remember when actually Tony gave me um, one of my first Nancy Silverton books. It was a uh, La Brea mm-hmm. Bakery. Uh, pastries at La Brea Bakery. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So inspiring to like read the book and read stories from her and you know like her styles. She's very like this is how I want it and that's how I do it and I don't care what anybody thinks about it. This is how how I would enjoy a pastry. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily feel that way about how I make desserts, but yeah, you know, to a point, there are things that you like a certain way. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I I just I hear you talking. It's just. It's so great to see how you just carry yourself. And so now talk to me about the yoga, your practice. (laughs) Because I hear you talk about your work, and I can kind of see a connection there with your practice. And and so talk to me, how long have you been practicing yoga for? Um, So consistently since last October, last year of October, um, I... Joined a membership at a studio called Pilgrimage of the Heart. There's a location in North Park and a location in uh, Normal Heights. Now, why yoga? Yeah, why yoga? It was funny. I was going to the farmer's market in North Park on Thursday, and I, like, walked by the studio, which is, like, right there at the farmer's market. And I was like, oh, I haven't done yoga in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And I used to do yoga at home, like off the P90X video from okay. Tony Horton. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I, I, um, I was like, you know, I should really get into doing this because going to the gym, you don't really, it's hard to like, well, first of all, it's expensive to hire a personal trainer. And, you know, and then not only that, it's hard to motivate yourself to be at the gym. No one's there with you unless you have a buddy. And it's hard mm-hmm. to have someone yeah. to go with you Same, and yeah. if you're in this industry absolutely it's hard to get someone to go with you at, at a certain time so um i make time for myself to go mm-hmm. spend one hour doing a class and the instructors there are totally amazing and pay attention to you and guide you into you know this connection that you have with breath and being mindful and you know, uh, it, I like the overall overall of it, <laughs> the athleticism of it, too. Yeah. And I like challenging myself that way. And, you know, there's lots, lots of poses and postures oh, that I and they look great on can and cannot get into still. So. <laughs> and now, how are you – how does yoga help you in your, your regular like, – on a amazing. daily basis? So, yeah. like, when I do a class, yeah, I come out of the class and I feel like – I feel like rejuvenated and I feel like, wow, I haven't even, I didn't even think about work while I was doing yoga. Yep. And it's amazing because, you know, sometimes you kind of need to get away every now and then. <laughs> and you don't even think about really about other people. You just think about what you're doing at the moment. And You're not thinking about I, your croissants? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Unless like something really drastic happens in your life, but... That uh-huh. hasn't happened yet. I love I think, when you put it on your Instagram. Yeah, I do post. I do post. You some walk away with a very pictures. happy feeling. I do. Yeah, I'm like, man, that was amazing. Like, I'm gonna go treat myself to a healthy smoothie. <laughs> now, are you able to take that practice into the kitchen in some way? 
Yeah. Obviously, maybe not doing the postures. While- like, I'll question myself, like, what are you grateful for today? Mm-hmm. What are you grateful for at work? And what about the people that you work with? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's how I, I, I have this mentality now. Like, I used to not think that way. But now I'm like, okay, start caring about people a lot more now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So would you, do you tell other chefs? To do yoga, other friend, your friends, chefs. Do you tell? People? Oh, I try. Oh, Brian does. Right? Chef Brian does yoga. He does yeah. Bikram yoga at Ocean Beach. I don't know what studio it is, but he's been trying to get me to go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what time is it? He's like six. I'm like, well, I'm working at that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you do try to get others. I do try to get. I try to inspire other yeah, people others. to go and do it, but they're just like, I'm not flexible on. Really, like that's what I thought too. Like you need to be flexible to do yoga, but you really don't need you to don't. be flexible. You just need to, you know, put yourself there. Mm-hmm. Close, close up, close up those things that that are bothering you about what what you're good and and not good at. Right. And just get in there and do it. Just do it. And it it's not it doesn't have to be strenuous. Mm-hmm. It's your practice. You can do whatever you want. Wow. You can just lay there if you want. Well, you look great. You look great. It's so true. Thanks. Uh, and this is actually the heaviest I've been. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is the heaviest I've ever been. So I, when I first started working in the kitchen, I was, believe it or not, I was 60 pounds lighter. Huh. It's from tiny. all those croissants. Yeah. <laughs> been bulking up on, on those croissants. Wow. They look like bodybuilders. <laughs> well, I love it. I love um, how you're able to incorporate your practice, you know, and take that to the next level. And in some way, like you say, it just becomes a part of your life, of who you are, of your being. And, and I'm, you know, and we can tell with, you know, what you, you put out and your desserts are just phenomenal. So tell me, now moving forward, what's next for Chef Adrian Mendoza? Um, I have definitely been thinking about opening up a, an ice cream shop. Mm. That would be really cool. Just one day. It doesn't have to be now. It can be later. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it's a goal. A, it's a goal. And, um, you know, like, you know what San Diego doesn't really have around here? I mean, we <laughs> do have one, but it's not just something a little bit more uh, uh, eclectic. Is like a soda ice cream shop <gasps> and making it old-fashioned. Oh. And, but, like, having really fun with different flavors, you know? Love it. Yeah. Old school. Wear the paper hat. Wear yeah. your stripe. Uh, yeah, got it with the shirt. I don't know what they call those shirts, but, you know, like, just very 50s, like, 50s diner, like, really fun, like, pomade in your hair, slick back, like, oh, yeah, yeah. mix banana split sundaes, do, like, really fun, cool stuff. And, you know, um, Mm -hmm. um, 60% of Americans Mm -hmm. say that their favorite dessert is ice cream. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Neither did I. (laughs) But I looked it up. I was like research. researching what yep. what trends are like going on these days, and uh-huh. it's ice, I, people are into ice cream and sorbet. It's it's like you wouldn't think about that. You would think they were into donuts and uh-huh. croissants or yeah. you know, um, cronut. Right, right, right. <laughs> but actually, ice cream really people love eating ice cream. Well, we'll go to your place. As oh soon my, as you open it. Yeah, oh, no. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. We're gonna definitely You'll be help there. Me, like cut the ribbon. Oh yeah. Now, <laughs> speaking Divas of, are here. They're I know. Oh yes, please. I love that idea. Now, speaking of trends, do you follow trends? Yeah, I try to keep okay. up with the trends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's popular? But I try not to overdo it either. 
you know. Um, it's just try what, to be more original. Yeah. 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 In perfect. I mean, with I mean, like today in this age, whatever it is, you it's all been done. There's no, we're not the only thing that's being reinvented is. is Flavor combinations mm. and, and texture. Yeah, like bacon, and then yeah, yeah, bacon yeah. got in on this. So is that is that what you try to do? Just work on a new way to sure. Yeah, yeah. This is like this is me, and this is how I do it. I love it. Put yeah. your signature on there. <laughs> oh, I love it. Stamp it. Call I know. It a day. Well, I can't wait for that day to come. Hopefully, and like one day. Yeah. Julie says <clears throat> we're going to be right there with you, cutting that ribbon. And uh, supporting you all the way. I mean, you. I mean, I've known you forever. I mean, we go back to anthology. Anthology. <laughs> anthology. You almost went years. Spanish. Right I know. I seriously, I can't help it. It's in. It's in me. It's in me. That was ten years ago. That then. was a long that time was ago. A very long time ago, and I was very young. And I actually like my first pastry chef position was at anthology. So that was really. I didn't know what to think of it. I was kind of scared. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to mess everything up. And I did. I, I made so many mistakes. <laughs> but and who was helping you with the mistakes? Look at you now. Anybody That's helping you? Great. Uh, Anybody no you call me. now when you have a pastry question? Hey, I didn't know who I could go to because I didn't know anybody back then. Wow. But like today I can go to some friends and be like, hey, I'm having a problem with this specific recipe. Uh-huh. And like, have you ever seen this happen to, you know, during the process of like whatever, the, you know, I was making and then be like, no, so we oh. like brainstorm and try to figure out like, what, what did I do wrong? Oh my God. Well, it's, but it's nice that I have people that I can reach out to and get some support. You know, vice versa, I'll do the same thing. Help someone out. If yeah, they need for it. sure. That's mm-hmm. great. No, no, no. I, I, I love it. Now, tell me, um, anything else that you want to add on that you want people to to know about Adrian? Any secrets? Secrets. (laughs) No secrets. Skeletons in the closet? No. What kind of better do you use? (laughs) Um, No, I mean, we can get into more of a deeper biography, but that... Like I said, it would take a long time. Oh, boy. Well, so but, that means... I was going to say, um, my real training on making croissants was not in America. Ah. I went to France for oh, two weeks. And I worked How long at ago? A, oh, man. This was in 2011? Uh-huh. 2011. Yeah. Wait, 2012. Uh-huh. And uh, I had... Applied, replied to a job posting online and did the interview, interviewed well. And a couple months later, I got a call back. It was weird. I was like, okay, I guess I'll never hear from this person again. But uh-huh. then he's like, I need you to go to France so you can start training. <gasps> There's this bakery we were opening up in East uh, downtown LA. Wow. Oh, wow. And um, it's wow. not open anymore. It, uh-huh. it didn't do so well. But um, it was amazing going into the to this bakery uh-huh. in France. Is in uh, it's the city's called Troyes, T R O Y E S Troyes, France, and um, it's a the city's known for like uh, very old brick uh, churches and stone oh. cobblestone like streets, and it's very it's very charming and it's like deep in the country of. France, mm-hmm. uh, very very pretty, very clean air and blue skies and green grass. Um, 
But I remember walking into that bakery and there were three bakers in there and they were covered in flour. I was like, what am I getting myself into? (laughs) I'm going to be covered in flour too. And I was because that's all you're doing is you're opening lots and lots of bags of flour and mixing lots and Uh big batches of dough. You're cooking bread and you're laminating croissants. And it was very, very interesting to see different style Uh of croissants that you have dreamt of like making and going to France and do and it. Be I'm there. thinking of eating. I'm not thinking of it. And being there in that and being experience. There, and it was, it was scary. It was very scary and very intimidating because these guys were very experienced. They were very fast. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do, but I threw myself in there and I was like, well, let's see if I can do it. Right. <laughs> you know, I wasn't the fastest. Uh, they watched me. They crossed their arms looking <laughs> at me, but they were very supportive too. Mm. You know? Wow. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love, I love it. I love it. I, it's. I mean, I love all everything that you brought for us today. Oh, like yeah. I said, and we I've can't got wait. My eye on this. We, got big, <laughs> we got a big spread over oh, here. Oh no, we're gonna yeah. definitely dig in. Um, and you know, delight ourselves. And uh, we want to thank you so much. Any yeah. shout outs that you want to? Yeah, to my mom. She's very supportive. I, you know, if I ever have a problem with anything, mom's like the first oh. person to go to. Mama. And, Mama, mm-hmm. mommy. Anyone um, else? Yes, everybody at Urbanwood. Thank you for being very supportive of me. Uh, I would not be able to do it without the people that you know inspire me to to go the extra mile. Chris Buffer, Brian Malarkey, Shane McIntyre, Jeremy, Patrick, um, everybody on my team. Brandon, mm-hmm. Sharon, mm-hmm. Laura, uh, Brett, and um, uh, Jake. Jake. We don't oh, want to forget Jakey. anybody. We don't want to forget. <laughs> we don't want to forget anybody. <laughs> no, but um, and, and everybody on the line to the prep cooks to the dishwashers—they are all very hardworking people. So mm. it takes a lot of teamwork. It takes a lot of effort from everyone. Well, we, we to call make it. what we say is it takes a village. Yeah, that's our that's our saying there around the restaurant. And you, I mean, if any, if you were to ever work there, you would hear that constantly. Like, mm. it takes a village takes a village. So true. It it's very true. It's very, very true. You want to share your Instagram account for all of our listeners? Yes. It's a sweet Mendoza for you. The number four that. and the letter U. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Miss Hostler. Yoga poses at sweet Mendoza, which <laughs> oh, I try man. to replicate, but they're kind of hard. No, I'm asking you to share well, I mean, you ladies still need to do yoga classes. We'll be me, there. So. We're going to do yoga know, after you, the show, right? I'll, Julie, we'll hey, I, I practice. I practice Bikram. Big shout out to all Bikram the, the Bikram is Bikram very yoga. advanced. I yoga. love my Bikram and yoga. Kudos to Maribel. I couldn't live without it. I, I think I, I would swear. pass out if I had to do Bikram. I can only do like sixty minutes of it. My then. Instagram, my, oh my yeah, my Instagram account is sp underscore Maribel. Yeah, Julie underscore Hostler. And please follow us on our um, sp underscore Diva Lounge account on Instagram as well. And once again. Adrian, it has been a delight yeah. to have you a here with us. Delight. A pastry delight at the Diva Lounge. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. Oh, this yeah. podcast interview was a piece of cake. Oh, no, you ladies are amazing. It. Thank you so much for everything. We and love you. Being supportive. And, oh, well, and we can't we'll wait for that ice cream. Being my big fans. I know, the ice cream. Parlor. I better start my business plan. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even started. Get it All right, everyone. <laughs>
Catch us next time. Oh, and don't we have a birthday this month? Yeah, this my month? birthday. Catch me outside. Oh, your birthday too? No, it's his birthday. When was your birthday? Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's yeah. coming up July 18th. Oh, oh anybody going to bring me a cake? Yes. <laughs> we have another birthday. You, you know what's funny is like pastry chefs, they they don't get a cake for their birthday. <laughs> But they're making all these different birthday cakes for everybody else. Like, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday. Are you going to make them a cake? I'm going to bring you a fruit basket. We should have asked that question. (laughs) Bring me a chili chili cheese hot dog. (laughs) Put a candle in it.